What's the quickest you've noped out of a job? It was a shop that refurbished train suspension hydraulics. 40% of the guys were missing at least part of a finger. Maintenance guy was missing four on one hand and one and a half on the other. Half the guys were intoxicated and the guy training me stormed out halfway through the second day. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna dip now. I'm sure your fingers really appreciate that decision. Many years ago, I worked at a popular sports bar as a line cook. First day, they had me train with a guy who didn't speak English for two hours. Not a huge deal. Mostly, you observe people in a kitchen, and that's how you learn. The owner came back and said she was scheduling me to be alone the next day, which was Super Bowl Sunday. I noped out of there so fast. I left right then and there. I'm willing to bet the person who left that position before you left for the exact same reason. I worked for a newspaper for most of a week. I was expected to use my own laptop and software. No IT and I'd have to share logins and passwords with three other people and guess when they would need them. For me, it was one week. It was 1985 and a collections agency was looking for an IT guy. It was basically desktop support on some IBM PCs. It took me a week to realize what a soul-deadening place that was and I bolted. It was mutual, actually. They saw how I was reacting to some of the techniques the collectors used. The targets were mostly old people who were encouraged to sell family heirlooms and the like to pay off debts. Three days after my two-week training, I was supposed to be a seasonal temp worker for a national propane company. The job distribution and training consisted of taking calls off hours for people who wanted refills and acting as a messenger service, referring their contact info to their local store when they opened the next day. Easy peasy. When I got out onto the floor, I found out I was actually expected to be a dispatcher for drivers and also the first point of contact for all emergency situations. Things I had never been so much as briefed on in training. My first shift, I had to field a call from a local police officer who was on site to a horrific propane truck crash. I got to wake the guy's district manager in the dead of night, tell him his worker was deceased, and the overturned truck was blocking a few lines of the freeway, and the police were trying to get a hold of him. That was just the start. One customer got the smell of garlic and eggs in their house, and I got the call. What do I do, Mr. Dispatcher? How would I know? Get out of the house, ASAP? Another customer, the CO detector is going off. I got the call. Instead of 911 for some reason, I had zero interest in being an underpaid, not trained emergency dispatcher. It's the only job I took off on without giving a two-week notice. I was nice enough to finish out my shift on the third day, but that was it. Honestly, you were way too lenient on these guys. That's a serious position to be just dropping you in without the appropriate training. I would have gone a step further and reported them to the proper authorities. Someone needs to be properly trained in that position. You're handling emergencies. You can't afford to just be any old Joe. I went into an office for an interview. They said they had several positions available and I wanted to do some admin stuff. Well, after the interview, they told me to get into a van to do the next part of the process. Turns out, we were driving an hour away so I could shadow one of their door-to-door salespeople. They would ask residents to go into their basement to check their hot water heaters to see if they were eligible to replace them with their company's own. 
I felt pretty uncomfortable about this and pretty peeved that my whole day was gone doing this. The worst part was the girl I was shadowing spent half the day sitting around in the truck reading magazines and just waiting for people to come home from work. I was sort of asking questions about the job and she got defensive and said, well, I decide if you get this job or not, to which I replied, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this, but she kept insisting that it was her who decided if I worked. I don't think she understood that I meant I don't want to do this crap, period. What a waste of a day. Yeah, a lot of companies like this have really sketchy hiring processes where you think you're applying for one job and then you get dragged out to something like this. I'm sure a lot of people just get an Uber and go home at that point. Found out that the educational assistance they touted in their advertisement applied only to full-time employees and that they both defined full-time as no fewer than 40 hours and kept anyone that would apply for that assistance from ever being qualified for it. None of this was advertised and the people I interviewed with assured me, a college student, that working 21 hours a week would get me benefits. Too bad I read my contract before signing it and called them out. Don't lie to your employees, especially during an interview, on something that can be easily and swiftly disproven. If you're willing to lie to me about this, what else are you willing to lie to me about? Mine had to be when I was 18 and working at Blockbuster. I was helping the manager during the before open shift, getting new items stocked on the shelves that came in that morning. My mom called me and told me that my dad was having a heart attack and she was panicking while waiting for the ambulance. Why did she call me at work to tell me this? The blockbuster I worked at was in a strip mall type area behind my cul-de-sac. My house and the blockbuster was separated by a small alley and a three minute walk. I told my manager what was happening and asked if I could leave to help my mom while they waited for the ambulance. She said no. I just stood there looking at her thinking she couldn't be serious. I would be gone for all of 10 minutes and back helping her if needed. She stressed how important it was to get things done that needed to be done. And I could only leave if I called around to the other workers and found someone to come in and cover for me while I was gone. I took off my name tag, slammed it on the counter and walked out. I never went back for any reason. For any who might wonder, my dad came out fine and was in the hospital for a few days. I was interviewing for a contract position at a very small game development company, and they told me that they were looking for someone to help finish up an existing project. Literally, the game looked like it was made in MS Paint, as if they had just hired some random guy off the street and asked them to make some art for them. Granted, it's a mobile game and sold for the standard 99 cents, so maybe that's not the worst, but the game itself doesn't look engaging at all either. But I figure, worst comes to worst, I could make some money on the side with some low effort. Then they told me that my pay would be a percentage of the sales. Noped right out of that one. I was pretty well qualified, but between jobs and receiving financial support, I get an interview with a small company. I'm looking forward to earning some money again. The boss slash interviewer is a huge jerk. At one point, he asks me if I feel guilty that people like him are supporting me. I politely inform him that he'll have to support me a bit longer while I find a suitable job. I tell him that the interview is over, but thanks for your time. I went for a trial shift with a door-to-door sales company. The guy I was partnered up with told me that if he didn't make above the target sales, he was coming out with the equivalent of £3 per hour, which in the UK is well below minimum wage. This was a commission-only, self-employed role. Noped all the way home that day. 
Here's another example, guys. Just avoid that door-to-door stuff. It's never good for you as the worker. I worked in a bakery. It was my first day, so I get there in the morning to meet everyone. Then they have me grease up the baking trays for the others to fill. I lift up the first tray and like 10 to 15 cockroaches just scatter everywhere from under the tray. I tell the guy showing me the work that there were cockroaches and he just shrugged. This was all in the back store. Customers were 10 feet away. So I tell the guy I'm not feeling too well after about an hour of doing that and I head to the bathroom. When I come out, I told him I couldn't do that job and he told me to get a real job then. So I left and got myself a proper job. I hope you called the health inspector too, cause that's just gross. I had an interview at what I thought was a regular steakhouse in a new town I had just moved to. The interview went well. It was just before the restaurant opened, so it was pretty empty. At the end, a waitress starting her shift walked by in buttless chaps and a thong. Turns out that was their uniform. The manager called like 30 minutes later saying I got the job. I had to politely decline that one. Back in college, I used to work part-time as a nanny. One summer, I landed a really sweet-sounding 40-hour-a-week Monday-to-Friday nannying job, looking after a baby and toddler. I was super excited about all the money I was going to make working that many hours. But the weird thing about this job was that the unemployed dad was also going to be at home with me. He was supposed to be spending all his time looking for a job, and I was watching after the kids while the wife was at work. Literally that first week, on day two or three, he starts hinting about his marriage problems and how his wife sleeps on the couch. The next day, he asks me to try out his fancy new massage chair. I reluctantly agreed, and he just stared at me while I laid on this vibrating chair and was like, oh yeah, nice, great, thanks. He then offered to give me an actual massage sometime, and maybe I wouldn't mind giving him one too. On Friday afternoon, I went home, told my parents who I was living with for the summer everything, and my mom called the guy and told him I wasn't coming back the following Monday, or ever. He then sent me a text message saying he was disappointed in me. Ugh. And his poor wife. This guy just sounds like a total creep. You definitely dodged a bullet on this one. It was my first day working for a family business that had just bought the equipment necessary to install underground fiber optic lines. They had previously been realtors, but had read an article in an entrepreneur's magazine that said $1 million a year gross was common. They pulled their 14 and 17 year olds out of school to act as laborers, and the mom and dad were going to run separate crews. I was their first employee hire. As I was setting up my bore path, the mom told me we didn't need to expose an electrical line. We would just drill a few feet underneath it and we didn't need to expose it. I told her that was ridiculous, reckless, and dangerous. The husband then came over and wanted to fight me for insulting his wife. And not 30 seconds into his tirade, the 14 and 17 year old drilled directly into a large electrical line, which pops the transformer and sounds like an explosion. As I was walking away, the father went from wanting to fight me to chasing his 17 year old around with a retention pond. The mom was begging me not to leave. Nope. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I was unemployed for a couple months and started applying for pretty much any job I could do. This one was a basic small biz IT support contractor. The employee the interviewer introduced to me mouthed run when he turned his back. That was enough for me. Shout out to the employee though for giving you the warning. For me, it's when I was cold calling people about injury claims. Have you been injured in the past three years? That kind of thing. The thing that really irked me was that all of the people I called in those 20 minutes were polite, said they're not interested, and they were just sitting down for dinner. I quickly realized it was a horrible job, and I was in no way cut out for it. I left after 20 minutes and just walked out the door without a word. I went to my orientation at a boot factory. They're government contracted and so pay minimum wage. So I figured I'd work there a while and look for something better. After we do the usual paperwork signing and such, we're taken as a group onto the factory floor for a tour. It's hot, it's crowded, it stinks, and everyone working looks annoyed by our presence. Okay, I guess not everyone loves their job, right? No biggie. I'm sure this won't be so bad. Then our guide informs us in no uncertain terms that our co-workers quite often give new people bad information to get them in trouble or to make them mess up. They'd even be the ones to rat you out. Then we were told our foreman is the type to yell for no reason, ask people if they're drunk in an accusatory way for no reason, and is generally a giant jerk. I took a few moments to think after these last revelations and said, nah, and walked out of the building without a word to anyone. Screw that, Captain. I'm not putting up with all that for eight bucks and some change an hour. I work as a nanny, but when I first got into childcare, I was just babysitting. So it was my first night babysitting for this one family. Things went well, changed some diapers, put the baby to sleep, and that was about it. The parents come home and are very drunk. They asked me to stay for a little while after they got back, which was weird. Then they offered me, a 16-year-old at the time, a drink. Feeling a little pressured, I took it and just sipped on it. Then the mom got really close to me and says I probably shouldn't be driving home after having a drink. Once again, feeling a little pressured, I was thinking about accepting. So I asked if I'd just be sleeping on the couch. I'll never forget her next words to me. She says, oh no, honey, you'll be going to bed with us. I noped out of there so fast. I think I ran to my car, but it was just kind of a panicked blur. I left my purse there and everything. Second day at Rue 21, and the managers plus other co-workers all went out to lunch together and left me alone in the store. I wasn't able to ring anybody up yet, and the store was packed. I just walked out. When I was 16, I had an interview at a local pizza place in a not-so-good part of town. I was hired, and as I was walking out, two guys came in and robbed the place. The manager gave them the money in the register, and they ran out. I looked at him, and he said, You get used to it. I never went back. Yeah, I don't blame you either. If it's that frequent of an occurrence, it's definitely not a safe place to be spending a lot of your time. 
I had a job in a salad plant, those bags of salad mix a lot of restaurants use. I was there for two weeks coring lettuce. In front of a conveyor belt, eight hours a day, pick up a head, slam it, pull the core, put it down, next. You talk to your coworkers or you plot the downfall of Western civilization. One really sweet lady had been there for 10 years. 10 years on the lettuce line. She got called into the office and was gone for about a half an hour. She said, I won't be here tomorrow. I got promoted. I asked what she'd be doing. Cabbage. I didn't quit. I wished her well, dropped my stuff, and walked out. I feel bad about not quitting, but I was young. And, well, 10 years. That was 28 years ago. Had I stayed, I might be up to carrots by now. I sometimes wonder how my life would have been different had I stayed. And in those moments, I celebrate every decision I've ever made. I was hired as an intern manager for a local nonprofit recycling plant. This meant I would hire and train interns for this amazing work opportunity. Turns out for them, interns meant working for free, doing basically everything for the organization event and marketing wise, while also cleaning the bathroom and taking out the trash for the whole place every week. That's actually super illegal for being way too close to slave labor. I was on contract for minimum six months, but I managed to get out of it after two. I ain't risking my career for their shady business practices. I wanted something part-time when I was at uni. I applied for a position at the local cinema chain and got an interview. It was one of those high turnover places that meant if you got an interview, there was a 95% chance you got a job. The guy at the box office radioed to his manager and was told to take me to room 7. We got to room 7 and wait, and wait, and wait. About 25 minutes passed before the manager starts screaming abuse over the radio because we're not in room 2. So off to room 2 we go on the other side of the building. It's a 15 screen cinema. The manager starts trying to turn on the charm and I basically say if that's how you treat your employees in front of a job candidate there's no way I'm ever working for you and ask the other guy to show me out. I'm sure it made no difference to his behavior but it saved me a lot of potential abuse. I worked at Claire's for one day. At the end of the shift she asked me to put a bucket load of tiny earring packages back on the walls. A few hours later I finish and apparently misplaced a few of them. So she threw all of them on the floor and said to do it again. Nope. Sounds like she just has some kind of power trip. That was completely unnecessary. It was listed as a marketing position. The guy doing the interview started showing me and the other candidate how sharp Cutco knives are. Turns out it was a pyramid scheme. The guy kept asking if I wanted to sign on to buy some knives to sell. The other candidate went to the bathroom and never returned. I felt really awkward, also needed to wait to be picked up, so I stayed for the whole thing. I once saw a Craigslist ad for a stereo salesman. I showed up to a warehouse where a bunch of dudes got into a minivan. The owner told me to go on a run and see how it is and then talk about the job. Turns out all these guys did was lie and con. They would go up to strangers and say, Hey man, my cousin's got this stereo, but he got arrested and I don't need it. It's worth 500 bucks, but I'll gladly sell it for 200. Then use pushy tactics to get people to go to the ATM and give them money. The system was a piece of crap off-brand and I overheard the owner saying in bulk it only cost him $20 to buy. Yeah, I noped out of this pretty quickly. I also called the police. 
JC Penny. I came to work to set up shelves and things. Store technician. But my boss handed me a mop and said someone lady pooped in an aisle when she didn't get her way. I handed the mop back and said I'm not hazmat certified, but he is, and noped out of there. My first day on a carpentry job when I was 22, a 20-year-old kid shot me with a nail gun from about 20 feet away. He thought it was hilarious, and so did everyone else, including the company owner. I noped right out of there. Yeah, no kidding. And I hope you called the police, because that could have been a very serious injury. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.